depending on the time you tune into my podcast. I am Kai Von Williams, and this is Failing in Love. First off, before we begin, I want to thank my 300 subscribers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's a milestone, and I'm over here celebrating with a Sprite. <laughs> That's right, I'm not drinking any alcohol. I'm not even rolling up for this episode. I'm just going old natural. I have like this natural high going, and some people might be like, 300 viewers, that ain't that many, boy. For me, it is. Like, imagine being in a room, 300 people, they're all waiting for you to talk your bullshit. You talk it, they laugh, they love, they learn, they leave. All because of you and your normal self. Like, this is really me. Like, 90% of this stuff, or 95% of this stuff, it's not scripted. Like, I'm, I'll write a topic. And then my brain just goes out there. Or the uh, the couple of times that a, uh, a viewer has wrote in and I would answer their questions. But yeah, man, I just thank you, thank you, thank you. And also, I, I've seen the numbers. Out, out of the 300 people that watched, a lot of y'all are watching the episodes multiple times, which is added to my revenue stream. <laughs> So thank you. But the most interesting thing about it all, you know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. Turns out you guys are ladies, man. After all, 70% of the viewership is ladies. That's right. Just pull them to the side. I'll get in there. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So uh, while we're on the topic of getting in there, I guess... I'm failing in relationship reciprocity. Now, I say that to say, lately, you know, I've been on the road a lot more than uh, in the past few weeks or whatever than I would like, but it's cool, it's cool. You know, the holidays are among us. I got kids, and they got needs of varying degrees from an adult to a toddler. So, you gotta make sure the bag's right. So on the days, you know, you always got to take time out for yourself, you know, and uh, being an independent business owner, you know, I have a few streams of revenue, as you all know, but when I'm home and I'm child free and I don't feel like playing mad, because normally, you know, mad is how I uh, decompress, I was about to say decompose, yeah, how I decompress. I play a game of Madden, so if you want this work, you can find me. Orange Mamba 2933 on Madden. On Xbox, that's my game tag. So yeah, the Orange Mamba 2933. But yeah, for me, it's like a, a brief reprieve from the stress. You know what I mean? But I've also picked up painting and things like that. But from my last uh, experience, it's getting kind of cold to paint. I'm not going to paint inside unless, you know, Rooster and I are doing, like, watercolors or something like that. But as far as, like, real painting, I'm, I'm not going to do that uh, until maybe the springtime when we have, like, another 65, 70 degree day. Well, at any rate, I was trying to decompress, and I guess YouTube struck my fancy because I didn't feel like watching a movie. I didn't feel like watching a show that I've already seen before. Um, you know, I, I definitely don't want to hear shit about the Denver Broncos. What a shitty season. 
but relationships, and it wasn't just relationships. I found this very interesting. It was Black Relationship Experts Podcast. And I'm like, what? Man, let me look at this stuff. And when I think about Black Relationship Experts in the podcast, first off, who the fuck is an expert in a relationship? They're all different. You know what I mean? They're just... There's not a one-size-fits-all relationship, but, eh, fuck it, I'm bored. I'll bite. I'll see what it's about. And, uh, <clears throat> I'm watching it. And these podcasts, man, they're, like, they're all about division. You know, I, I talk about, like, my perspective, you know what I mean? And the dates I go on or the past relationships or liaisons that I've had. And I try to paint the other person in, in a decent light. You know, I try not to be disrespectful. I uh, just, it, it is hard to be unbiased when you're telling the story because you're still kind of telling the story from your perspective. But it's like these shows, they they placate to their core audience's ego, you know. And since you know I got a seven to thirty split, it's like I'm supposed to cater to the women now and. That, that's just weird like I'm just being me maybe it's the sense of sensibilities of me where 70% of my audience just happens to be women and then 30% of the audience like yeah I can agree with you I rock with you man I see what you're saying but it's like you have these cats and their audience is like 80-90% women and they're placating to them and they'll say like shit that is I don't want to say impossible but it's definitely difficult to maintain in the adult world. Uh, unless, you know, you're married to somebody like Oprah or Regina King or somebody like someone who's a multi-millionaire, billionaire boss chick that only needs you for your companionship. Because, like, uh, let's take, for example, y'all remember that cat, Derek Jackson? Uh, I don't even know if he's, he's popular anymore, but that's what I think of when I think of black relationship podcast experts or whatever and I used to make fun of them I used to be like oh this dude's making podcasts in his car or whatever probably not even his car it's probably his old lady's car and she's at work so he's making these podcasts and before she gets off work he probably cleans up the house opens up his laptop puts it on Indeed act like he's been trying to get a job all day uh, so, you know, you have these good-looking guys up with their muscles and their, their radiant smiles and their, you should treat her like the queen that she is. Fake mentality, excuse me, as I drank a sip of my Sprite. Man, that's good. And it's like, it's, it's unrealistic because I'm, I'm going to put this on me. And fellas, ladies, tell me if this makes sense, all right? I go to work. I work 10 hours, right? We're just making this this scenario, right? I work 10 hours, five days a week. And every time I come off from work, I expect a hot meal to be ready. I expect the kids to be taken care of. I expect to have my feet rubbed every day just because I work a job. All right, it's the summertime grass needs cutting. I'm out there. I'm cutting grass. I'm cutting in lines. That motherfucker's looking like Wrigley Field. I come in. Hey, baby. I'm not even gonna hop in the shower. Pull him to the side. Give Poppy what he needs. Because I cut the grass. 
one day you're sick. I make you soup. I feed you. I take care of the kids. Soon as that fever breaks, I'ma break it off in your ass. It's like they, in that scenario, I know you're like, man, that seems extreme. Flip that. So when he's like, treat your woman like a queen. Listen to all of her thoughts and needs and dreams and desires. Um, yeah, I got a short attention span. I can listen to the best of my ability. So that may not be my strong suit. My strong suit may be making my woman laugh. Or it may be me getting her her favorite type of candy after a long day at work or whatever so she can have it at her desk and she can enjoy it at home. It might be we watch one of those little raggedy ass cooking shows that she likes and we snuggled up on the couch. But type of treat her like a queen. Put your lady first. Rub her feet. Run her bath water. Let her clothes out. Cash out her money and work all the time. For me, and I gotta drink another sip of this Sprite. And it's funny because when you don't put liquor in your drink, it's way more refreshing. <laughs> I've never bought into the king and queen mentality. Before y'all attack me, just hear me out, okay? I've never subscribed to the whole king and queen mentality because there's so many other players in the world. There may be jesters, there may be whores, there may be knights, there may be noblemen, noble women. There may be scholars. There may be paupers. Everybody has a role to play. Me, I'm simply a man. And a man can do extraordinary things. A man can also lead men to overthrow the king if everything isn't working correctly. You see what I mean? So it's just like we need to take away these unrealistic ideas of what a relationship is and get back to the basics. You know what I mean? Like now, there, there, there's so many different small battles for, I mean, for the most minuscule bullshit out there. These people want to fight for this. These people want to fight for this. These people want to fight for this. With all of those fights going on, and I feel like we're losing the war at home. I challenge you. I want you to watch television. Like straight up, like a like a mainstream channel like Fox or CBS or NBC. One of those shows. Like one of those uh, channels. I want you to watch the shows. I want you to watch the commercials. Show me where there is a nuclear black family nothing else nothing else I don't want to hear any other special interest groups none of that shit I'm talking about there's a father there's a mother there's children possibly a little dusty ass dog running around in a positive light show me that in a positive light I have had scripts rejected because I have portrayed us in a positive light there was a father he didn't gamble he didn't abuse the wife and kids. He didn't do drugs. All he did was work his job, love on his family. The mom, very educated woman, not snooty, very loving, 
understanding. Uh, she wasn't trying to be the head of the family, but she was over the children, you know what I mean? And her and her husband, they would have these conversations and there was an understanding. It's like, you know, my wife is better suited for this decision. I'm better suited for this decision. And I remember in one of the episodes I wrote that uh, they were going to their 20th uh, year high school reunion and they've been dating since they were 16. So they go to the reunion and when I say this man's wife is bad, she's bad. And you know, He's gained a little bit of weight. He used to play football. He used to be a linebacker. But, you know, he he got a little bit husky over the years from the good loving and everything. And so everybody was paying attention to his wife. And, like, the whole thing is he was nominated prom king when he was in high school. And he was with the prom queen up there on the stage, even though he went to the prom with, you know, his now wife. And uh, she was talking about how it hurt her, how it bothered her, seeing him up there accepting that scepter and, you know, dancing with the prom king and queen and all that stuff. And she was talking about it it was like a painful day. So fast forward 20 years, she's elected prom queen uh, with his rival. He's the prom king or whatever. And uh, she was like, no, that's my king right there. That shit I thought was cool. It was like, no, it'd be more funny if she, you know, was dancing with like an Eddie George type. Wouldn't wouldn't that be cool? I'm like, no, this woman is fully healed. She realized he was a child when that happened. Now she's an adult, he's an adult, and she loves this man. She has a life with this man. She has a family with this man. Why be petty? And it's like that that's the that's the image that they're trying to push onto us, like some old tit for tat bullshit, like we never heal. And like it's even in the, you know, like an eye for an eye. That's in the Bible. But shit, if everybody's poking out everybody's eye, we all gonna be blind. Blind to the bullshit they try to pull over us. So when I see like these relationship experts and stuff like that, it's like, hmm, do you really practice what you pre- preach? Because the difference between a Derek Jackson and a Kyavon Williams, he would tell you, man, you better not ever cheat on that woman. You cherish that woman. You love that woman. You respect that woman. Kyavon Williams is going to tell the fellas as, lo- as well as the ladies, uh, love yourself, respect yourself. Um, I'm not going to tell you to cheat, but shit, if you're not happy and you happen to cheat, shit happens. But make sure that line of communication is open. Don't be sneaky about it. it don't be, be, be accountable. We always want people to be accountable. Make sure you have yourself held to that same level of accountability. If she's going to hit you upside the head with a skillet, I mean, just leave. That's not the woman for you. <laughs> I mean, but you knew that. You've been with her long enough. You knew that there are going to be consequences for these actions. You knew that if you cheated on him, he's probably going to, you know, cheat on you with your homegirl because your homegirl's been looking at him all this time anyway. So that's what I want us to get back to. Excuse me. Excuse me. I want us to get back to finding love. I want us to get back to showing forgiveness. I want us to 
hold each other accountable without judgment. That's what I want. If I was a black relationship expert, that's what I would tell you. I would tell you that, you know, if he cheats on you once, that may have been a mistake or it may have been a choice. But if he does it again, it's a habit. He's not going to stop. She's not going to stop. They're, they're going to keep doing what they're going to do. And it's up to you if you understand that you're going to take it. I knew this woman's mother. And <clears throat> let's call her Miss Mary Mack, right? Her husband was like a notorious cheater. Miss Mary Mack knew this. Miss Mary Mack's daughter seen this all the time. And she would get upset. But Miss Mary Mack said, girl, look around. You see them cars outside? You see this house we living in? You see this jewelry on my ring on my on my ring finger and my wrist and on my neck? Do you enjoy the family vacations we go on? Girl, he's just swinging a little bit of dick out of her in these streets. I'm comfortable. Now if that's if that's your moral code, if that's your level of morality, bravo. I mean I I'm not here to judge. But some people they don't they don't care about that shit. But if I'm making $25 an hour and you making $15 and you cheating on me with a dude who ain't got no job, well, God damn, baby, how good was the dick? You must be messing with the dingling King Aliquippa <laughs> because that don't make any sort of sense. But then again, I remember when I was younger, a woman cheated on me with a dude who had a dick like a Pringles can. How do I know the dick was like a Pringles can? She told me. That's exactly how she described it. She said his shit could not fit inside a Pringles can. It's, it, it was that girthy and that long. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> you, you fucking, you put a midget leg up your ass. But I understood because she was woman enough to tell me after she cheated. Maybe she was still sore. I don't know. But she was like, I just want to know what it felt like. I was just curious. It was just so big. So me, understanding fully, because, fellas, we know what sundress season's like. Like, man, I wouldn't mind getting a piece of that goodness. Women think the same thing. And we were so young back then, it was just like, okay, I understand. She's like, really? And that's the thing, and I want to leave the cast with that. Um, if your partner cheats on you, okay, for whatever reason, I, I don't give a shit what the reason is. If they cheat on you, and you choose to stay, you 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 are choosing because you can leave. Like fuck this, I'm not standing for this. You cheated on me. How could you? That is the lowest of the low. I'm fucking out of here. Or you choose to stay. Don't keep bringing that shit up. Do, do, do not bring that up. Don't, don't bring that insecure, dry pussy or small dick energy up. Don't, don't do that. Just, you could have left, but you stayed. Now you stayed. You know this person. You know how to get down. Okay, respect that. But also respect yourself. But still, like, don't be... Well, you know what? See, it's more like when you go out with your ratchet-ass friends. Because, you know, y'all be hanging out with them N-words, doing this, that, who knows what. She might be. She might be for the streets, bro. She might be for the streets. But you... 
I mean, you the sidewalk. <laughs> you right in between a home and the streets. You are the sidewalk, buddy. So if you want to be that, you be that. If he's out here, and let's say he's slinging wood, and he's just a whole lumberjack out here. You know what I mean? That might get you a house, but is that really a house you want to live in that's not filled with love? You know what I mean? So just just think about that. Again, Derek Jackson says, don't cheat. He got caught cheating. It was a big thing. Kyavon Williams says, shit. I mean, if you're not happy and you end up cheating, it happens. And it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? It's There, there was no interviews about me cheating. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was no I didn't I didn't bring out the woman at a time and have a bonnet on her head embarrassing her and shit and maybe, maybe that's why he cheated maybe he's like I want my woman to dress up and look like something because yeah like sweatpants and t-shirts hey, that shit's cool but come on baby come on baby I'm with a woman I'm with a woman like I, I want my woman to dress up. When I go out, I want the attention to be on my woman. You know what I mean? That, that that's just how I that's just how I am. I, I, don't, I don't want that. I, I would I would take a few compliments from the brothers or whatever. Like damn, bro, that that watch is on whatever. Damn, what type of shoes is them? Bro? Damn, the motherfuckers is hitting them hoes in. I want my woman to get all the attention. I, I want my woman, we walk and I got my hand on my back, on her back or whatever, and she's walking and the little cameras are flashing, depending on what the event is. Are we about to take a, a picture in front of like a, a mural or some shit? Whatever. I got my hand on her back. I look back, see everybody looking at a booty. Like, yeah, I know, right? I'm hitting that. It's like, I, I don't know. It's like, nowadays, some of these dudes want more attention than the woman. And I just, I don't, man, I don't get that shit. It's, it's just a weird time to be alive. So, yeah, again, I'm rambling on. Uh, so remember, Kaibon says, uh, cheating's not the worst thing you do, but communicating and uh, comprehension, that that's the most, those are the two most essential building blocks to a relationship. Um, you know, cheating's not the end of the world. Uh, the world is corrupt and crooked. It's not pure anyway. I mean, don't don't base your whole relationship off that. Man, you can be a horrible person and not cheat. Think think about that. Motherfucker can just be a horrible ass person, just a a piss poor individual, but like, well, at least I don't cheat. Yeah, you don't cheat, but sometimes I wish I was dead in this house because you have killed my spirit. <laughs> I wish you'd go off and get some new dick and leave me alone and haunt that motherfucker. So, again, I just want to thank you guys again for being uh, a collective of 300. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, like I've been saying, and today is proof of that. If you put God first, you'll never be last. Peace. And thanks for listening to my podcast.